Good morning. I am here today talking about a very unique community event. It's called World Compassionate Communities Day, and it aims to build on the momentum of a growing number of compassionate community projects and programs and highlight the work of members and member organizations around the globe, as well as continue to mobilize and connect people through local compassionate actions related to dying, death, caregiving, and grief. And there's going to be a bell ringing specifically tied to this for Cato Towns, which is going to be the first compassionate city in America. And so on November 1st, there's going to be a special event with the ringing of the bell. And to talk about that is the executive director of Nick Blue, and that is Mary Ann Bell. Good morning, Mary Ann. Good morning, Karen. This is something totally new to me. I have never heard of World Compassionate Communities Day. And so let's talk about what in the world is this about? World Compassionate Communities Day is, represents a global movement. It started in Australia, Scotland, it's in the UK, it's in Canada. It's called Public Health Palliative Care International. So this is the first World Compassion Day. They're gathering members across the world and celebrating and highlighting the great work that's that's happening to lift up the spirits and support people who are experiencing a loss. Well, now it says Cato Towns is the first compassionate city in America. <laughs> now, how in the world did Mankato, of all places, become the first? <laughs> well, it's a good place. <laughs> There's so much compassion here already. You know, when people ask me that, I really have to reflect on why myself. It is my hometown, and I grew up in the shadow of that that horrible uh, stone on Front and Main oh. uh, where the, the Indians uh, mm-hmm. had been hung. And I really, I really reflect that, you know, Rumi quotes that the light comes in, you know, where the crack is where the light comes in. And I think that's a huge crack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is, you know, it is it's such a horrible thing. And I think it cracked uh, everybody wide open and, and continues in the remembrance and the reconciliation. So when you have something that deep, that big of a wound, it makes sense that you're going to have this big light that comes through because we're learning and we've had to learn and we continue to learn. So first of all, I want to acknowledge the incredible seeds of, of love and compassion uh, that are already here. I spoke with a Dakota elder once, and he said, Marianne, you don't have to bring compassion. <laughs> the, uh, the land remembers. And so it's really to celebrate. Our movement is really to celebrate the compassion that already exists. We are compassionate human beings. That kindness is in our DNA. And we can still, we can grow that compassion. So this movement is about connecting to people and having conversations hearing, listening to stories, learning to go forward with even more compassion. Why is Mankato the first compassionate city in the country? I'd like to clarify that. There's many compassionate cities. This is in movements around the world and in the United States, but this is the first under the Public Health Palliative Care International, into the compassionate community movement that started in the U.K., so I think that the compassionate community, it makes sense that here this deep wound was that we also rise up and show the country how we can come together as, as a people. 
Marianne, when I introduced you, I said you were the executive director of Nick Blue Cares. I have never heard of that. What exactly is Nick Blue Cares? Nick Blue Cares stands for Nicollet and Blue Earth County. It's the, the people of Nicollet and Blue Earth County who are building a safety net of community support. We're strengthening the compassion and capacity to care for one another when times get hard. It's a new organization, and, and although we're three years old, it takes time. And uh, one of the things we're celebrating is the Cato Town's Compassionate Charter. And a compassionate charter is, is really the cornerstone of a compassionate community. And Cato Towns is a new term also. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're unifying, we're rebranding Mankato and North Mankato as as one Cato Towns. I see there's an event surrounding this on Monday, November 1st, and it says at 1030, the mayors of North Mankato and Mankato will meet on the Veterans Memorial Bridge to celebrate the launch of the Cato Towns Compassionate Charter. So let's talk a little yes. bit about that and that symbolization. I would love to share that. This is just another representation of how loving and uh, compassionate the people in Mankato are. We started this a couple of years ago by having conversations with all so many different sectors in Mankato and sector leaders of belonging and loss and resiliency. So we just started to gather and circle conversations and really learn, hear the stories from one another. And from those conversations, the sector leaders and their organizations, schools, churches, businesses, came up with best practices. And those best practices around belonging, loss, and resiliency are in our Cato Towns Charter. And now, after the launch of this charter on November 1st, anyone, any group or neighborhood or business, faith, place of worship can go online and uh, enter their practice in the charter. So that's what we're celebrating, is the coming together of these two cities in one charter to build really practices of how we can deepen our relationships with one another and how we can care for each other and support each other, especially when times get hard. Where did this idea to rebrand as Cato Towns come from? Well, <laughs> it was kind of just there, wasn't it? Um, I grew up at the uh, the Cato Ballroom, so I've always heard Cato, and it just got to be frustrating to, you know, we all know it's hard when the two cities next to each other are, you know, in two different counties, and it just seems to simplify things. So. I've been working with a wonderful team of many, many people, and they've all helped to contribute to the branding of Cato Towns, to the creation of this compassionate community model. Really, it's everyone has a role to play. So we're excited to now have this framework where people can are really encouraged to have conversations and come together on really how, what do you need and how can I help? This event on Monday, November 1st, it talks about, you know, the mayors of North Mankato and Mankato meeting on the Veterans Memorial Bridge. And then it says there will be the bells of Cato Towns ringing for one minute, inviting residents to pause and acknowledge the losses we have all experienced and to remind us that we are not alone. Yes. And this is something that the worldwide movement, Compassionate Communities Movement, we have 
city parades that, that you know, for the, the veterans um, and people who have been lost and died in war. But what about all of the losses we have in peace times? What about the ordinary losses? And it's important because we, we need to come together. We need each other when we have losses. And it's something that's not really talked about. But we grieve alone, but we mourn together. And mourning really together helps to heal our grief. So that when we when we can come together, the bells, you know, and, and if, if your listeners could just, if they hear the bells ringing at 1045 on November 1st, it's really the sound of belonging. It's the sound of us coming together and honoring. We all have losses. We all have these experiences. So we want to honor them. And we want the bells to give the message that we are not alone. We are a compassionate community. So there is this one-time event, but then what happens? I mean, Nick Blue Cares, what does it exactly do? I mean, I know you're the executive director, so then what? Well, we continue with the charter. We continue to encourage these conversations. And I'd love listeners to go to Nick Blue Cares, N-I-C-B-L-U, C-A-R-E-S, Nick Blue, with no E on the blue. So Nick Blue cares, and you can actually view the charter. And we're going to continue to encourage people to have conversations, to talk about what's happening in their lives. If you look at the charter, you can see the wonderful things that people have come up with. They have best practices or policies that they commit to, you know, whether it's a simple thing like sending sunshine cards or being present at some of our events, Pride, Juneteenth, Alzheimer's Walk, having a visitation team to visit people who are lonely. Workplaces, some of the charter participants have designated a person to reach out to someone, anybody who's struggling or even a team. I love the schools have decided to support employee wellness. And every, bi-monthly, they're having reflective groups. They're gathering in circles to think through, uh, to reflect on their challenges and think through options with their fellow workers on how can we address, how can we support each other. So we're continuing to work with the charter. We also have a community-developed resource directory. It's Nick bluecaresnow.com. So you can access it through the directory or you can go to nickbluecaresnow.com. And this is a community directory of all the support. Then, And it just shows what a compassionate community we are. You can go if you need help or you, you want to find out how you can connect with other people. You can search this directory and you can also suggest a program. If you see something on there that's not in the awareness of people, you can just go to the bottom and click suggest a program. So there, that's the second effort. So we have the charter and we have the resource directory. And we're also working on a journey guide project. And that is uh, we've trained 11 end-of-life doulas. This is like getting deep into the loss, uh, the more the profound losses. Uh, when you have a diagnosis of serious illness, we hope that we can better companion each other through those deep losses. But even the ordinary losses, that we, we can show up, we can be there for each other, and we can know that we're not alone. We don't have to face hardships alone. 
So all of the things we're doing, and we're, we're going to team up with uh, Twin Rivers uh, Council for the Arts and uh, many different organizations. Mankato State University is already, uh, MSU Mankato has already uh, been working on all of these projects with us. So it's really a coming together of all of us. We all have a role to play so we can deepen our relationships and really care and support each other. Now, as I'm looking, the charter is a collection of best practices formed as the foundation of our compassionate community. And there's a list of early partners for this charter, and I'm going to read them. Blue Earth County Community Corrections, City of Mankato, City of Mankato Public Safety, the City of North Mankato, Ekman Pathstone Living, the First Presbyterian Church, Greater Mankato Diversity Council, Loyola Catholic School, the Mankato Public Schools, District 77, Messiah Lutheran Church, Minnesota River Area Agency on Aging, the Minnesota State University Mankato, the Mogway Collaborative, MRCI, and South Central College. And you're talking about all these compassionate things, but I don't see anybody like, I don't see the hospital on there, you know, hospice or funeral homes, things like that, that when I think of some some of these things, you're talking about losses, uh, where are they? Well, I'll tell you what, we started out, we were going to just have three, and it suddenly went to 15 <laughs> okay. sectors. And then uh, with the pandemic, the people, the organizations you mentioned, really were integral in, in having these early conversations. Okay. With the pandemic, um, we ended up with seven of the organizations who currently have their best practices listed in the charter. And that is just the very beginning. And this was a research, this was evidence-based research by the faculty at the MSU Mankato School of Nursing Faculty. They did this as a research project. So now we have kind of the core. They're developing a a toolbox on, on how to do this in other cities. But now that we've got through that initial process, it's going to be very, very easy for hospices, for for clinics, for other faith organizations or businesses to really just, there's a guide right on the charter on how to have these conversations. It's really just coming together in circle like people have been doing for thousands of years, coming together, sitting in circle and talking about this specifically about belonging. What does it mean to belong? Uh, Where do you feel most connected? And then talking about our losses and and what supported you in your loss and what would you like to have had. And and then taking, after the conversation, the group together decides on, you know what, we could could do this one thing. We could decide to meet every month and and reflect on, on the challenges or we could provide a particular resource. If nothing is too small, you could send, you know, have one organization might decide just to send, like one of the churches, sunshine cards out every month. Just small acts of kindness, just to, to move us deeper into our relationships and into our responsibility of caring for one another in difficult times. Marianne, how are you going to get people engaged in this? Because I know you've got some listed, but I, I can't picture people just going out and just looking and doing this. So how do you get them engaged? Well, that's always the question. <laughs> and I think <laughs> I think that it's talking, you know, it's having people like you, Karen, who reached out and said, well, what is this? Let's talk about it. Let's, let's bring some public awareness. This event with the mayors and the ringing of the bells, it really is to launch this whole movement, our whole compassionate community 
movement in uh, Nicollet and Blue Earth County. And we've had tremendous support from the community in getting as far as we have. And really, I think that we just start talking about it. We keep partnering with other organizations. I think it's going to be exciting when we start moving into the art community and get people engaged with art that can talk about, express what's been happening to us, how we feel, what we've learned. I think art is a tremendous gateway for compassion and for bringing awareness. So we'll we'll just keep going, and I just have full faith in our community. It's exciting. People, what what I've learned is that when you give people permission to talk about their experiences, especially around loss, they want to talk. They really do. And, and people, there are just not many opportunities. So we want to normalize conversations around loss so that people know how to respond, how to best care for one another. And I'll tell you, the very best thing you can do with someone, in my experience, is to listen. Listen to their story. I think this is a public, public health movement from Public Health Palliative Care International. And how important it is for us not to have to fix something or somebody, but to, to companion, to suffer with them. That's the definition of compassion, to suffer together. And the way we do that is we can hold that authentic presence and just listen. Marianne, how is this different than a grief support group, say? Well, I think a, a grief, that's an, it's an interesting question. I think, I think a grief support group is very, very much part of that. But I, I think that all of us have loss. All of us are grieving. And how many of us attend a grief support group? That's true. You know, it's a, it's a professional. What we're trying to say, do is say that our grief, our loss, our wellness is not only a responsibility of the professionals. They have a role to play, but we all have a role to play. And we, we all can take responsibility for being that shoulder for another person. You don't have to go to a grief group, although it, it's wonderful if you can find one and you get there. But what about just finding out how your neighbor is doing? Having, you know, a a best practice for a neighborhood, for example, might be a practice of of checking on each other or just having, uh, I know one neighborhood in uh, a friend of mine uh, lives in where every Friday they put pelicans out in the yard (laughs) in the summertime, meaning from four to five. It means if, if you have a pelican in your front yard, or, oh, no, it's a pink flamingo. Okay, yeah, I was going to say, where do you get the <laughs> yeah, pelicans? <laughs> yeah, yeah, a pink flamingo in the yard, then that means that they've got the tea on, you know, they've mm. got some uh, chips and salsa ready. Just So people will walk through the neighborhood and where they find a, a flamingo, and it's probably different every Friday night. It's just like it's an open invitation to stop by. And so it doesn't have to be a formal grief, grief group. These are things that small acts of kindnesses and ways we can come together and give permission to really, you know, for, for 75 years, we've been building walls and privacy fences. Mm-hmm. And it's really time to take down those walls and look over the fences and, and, and check on each other, see how we're doing. You know, we're all caregivers and we all need each other. 
that's what it is. It's kind of just opening up and, and, and highlighting the great resources and the compassion that are already in in the area, in our communities. And it's, it's talking about it. It's uh, in, in England, our model calls it signposting. So you know what resources we have. Maybe you've gone on to Nick Blue Care's now community directory. You know there's these great things. And just in conversation with somebody, you can say, oh, you know what? You might want to uh, check this out. You might find it. Maybe it's a walking group. Maybe it's a salsa dance class. Maybe it's mental health first aid. You know, these are resources, things that are happening. We want to lift up and showcase ways that people can connect to each other and deepen our social relationships. I see that Nick Blue Cares is described as the national pilot of a successful worldwide movement called Compassionate Communities. So it's kind of a big deal, I guess, that we are the national pilot and with the people <laughs> of Nicollet and Blue Earth Counties building the safety net of community support, strengthening compassion and capacity to care for one another in times of crisis and loss. And again, that is at www.nickbluecares.com. And what is your role then? What sorts of things will you do as the executive director? I am really more than a, less than an executive director. I'm really a community weaver. It's what mm-hmm. I love to do is uh, weave people and organizations together. The Mankato Area Foundation is the fiscal sponsor of oh. Nick Blue Care. Okay. So we will be forming our own nonprofit here in the next year and building more strength and sustainability and more partnership. But for me, what I love to do is just that community weaving. It's just, it's exciting to me. Well, I did look at the the website, nickbluecares.com, and it seems like it's a one-stop shop to find anything you need, really, in terms of whether it's transportation, whether it's healthcare, whether, no matter what it is, you've seem like you've kind of covered everything. It is, it is. And it's, uh, it's actually a part of findhealth.org, which is an program, but we've really customized our our website, and we've added categories of belonging and support, and the framework is there. There's some great resources there, but we really need the community to go on nickbluecaresnow.com and just get to know it and add some of the things, the neighborhood programs or the support, and it's so easy. Just suggest a program and you're done. You don't need a website as long as there's a contact number. So we we encourage, it's called community asset mapping. You know, there's treasures in our community. So really, we're on a a hunt to find all those treasures and make them available to people. And the tool we use to do that is the community resource directory. So Cato Towns is the first compassionate city in America. The celebration, uh, kind of the kickoff, I guess, is going to be Monday, November 1st at 1030 when the mayors of North Mankato and Mankato meet on the Veterans Memorial Bridge to celebrate the launch of the Cato Towns Compassionate Charters. And stay tuned. Be a part. See uh, ways that you can become a, a Compassionate Communities champion. Get onto the website. Stay tuned for some events and some collaborations we'll have in our counties and our cities. And that would be great. We all have a role to play. We have been talking with Marianne Bow, who is the Executive Director or the Community Weaver of Nick Blue Cares. (laughs) You called yourself the Community Weaver, and it's wonderful. Uh, What a great resource for the community. And again, to find out more information, go to nickbluecares.com.